Thanks for joining. And for anyone interested in sponsoring a future podcast, please reach out to me at kate at offdutyhappyhour.com. Are you a military family who's PCSing this summer? Do you have pets? Then you need to check out PCS with Pets. We educate and help active duty military families with pets navigate the complex logistical and financial challenges of the military PCS process. Visit militarypetpcs.com. Anywho, sorry. Thank you, Ashley, for joining us today. Sorry, got in a hair topic. But <laughs> <laughs> as we do. Um, I just, I'm so excited for this episode. I follow you on Instagram. I share a lot of your reels and stuff because um, you're hilarious. And I want to say you're the first military spouse, I've, like comedian, that I've seen. Um, I've never seen one. Do we? Right. <laughs> So I think you've like paved the way. Like, well, there was uh, there was a woman I can't think of her name right now. That I think it was about ten years ago. She used to do um a lot of really funny jokes um on different bases. Uh, but also there's a program now called the Armed Services Arts Partnership, which is super cool and it's free for military dependents, spouses. Um, you know, if your parents were in. And they do comedy classes, so there's we're we're pumping out a lot of military spouse comedians now, and and active duty and retirees and stuff like that too. So it's super, super neat. So hopefully we'll have more. <laughs> I, I love that because uh, military life is so hard, and I always say like if you're not laughing, you're crying, so you might as well laugh. Yeah. Um, and and make a joke out of it because sometimes you tell people the things that go on, and they're like, "Are you kidding me?" And I'm like, "No, I wish I was." Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wish I was. So um, anyway, I would love if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself, how you became a military spouse, how you became a comedian, and and we'll go from there. Sure. Yeah. I'm. A, my name is Ashley Goodermuth. Um, I, I okay, that's a, how you say it. Say it again. Right. Goodermuth. Okay. <laughs> it rhymes with tooth. Um, people will say guttermouth, which is fine because it's too hard of a last name. Um, so I'll accept any pronunciation. Um, but people, sometimes I won't get booked for jobs, like for comedy jobs, because they'll say, oh, she's, her last name's Guttermouth. She's just going to be a filthy, like th there's this preconceived oh. notion that women are, are always just really dirty, uh, comedians. And that's not fair. Um, but they'll think, oh, she's a woman and her last name's Guttermouth. I'm not going to have her because she's filthy. And it's so funny because I'm so repressed. I don't swear. I don't talk about any sex stuff. Like, you know, you know, you're repressed when you call it sex stuff. You're like, <laughs> you're good. Uh, so yeah, it was my real name. I'm a military spouse. Uh, been one for a few years now. My husband is a pilot. He's in the Air Force. Um, and I live on an Air Force base, which is pretty cool. And yeah, I, I did. I've done comedy longer than I've done th that. I've talked about the military spouse um, side of it. Uh, and uh, I wanted to talk about it. Um, but I would have people tell me, well, there's no audience for that. There's not going to be enough people that will want to hear it. And, you know, and also uh, we got to the point where my husband, he'll probably retire in a few years. And I thought, eh, why not? Let's see if we can. Let's torch this thing. Let's make it go up in flames. So <laughs> like, I can't get them fired at this point. Let's, let's see what we can do. <laughs> so, well, I was going to ask you, cause I mean, th there's always these limits in as a military spouse, these rules, you know, mm -hmm. they're not really spoken. They're unspoken rules, I think. 
Like you sometimes have to they're have... spoken too loudly. Well, that's true. <laughs> like, you can't do this. You can't do that. You kind of just sit there and, you know, like I always say the dinners, it's like, just sit there and smile. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and, and you don't want to get your husband in trouble. God forbid they call his commander, you know. Um, <laughs> I think it's not as bad. Like my dad was military. I think it was way worse in my mom's time when she was in military, in active, you know, active duty military mm-hmm. stuff. But um, now I still notice it. Granted, my husband, well, he's he's chair. Well, he was chair force. Uh, he's now space force. <laughs> oh, neat. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so cool. Um <laughs> Um, but it, it, we've never lived on a typical base, so mm-hmm. I haven't had that full on military spouse experience, like mm-hmm. living on base and everything is base centric and, you yes. know, your commander's living down the street or whatever. So. I know. Isn't that weird? That's yeah, a I weird, weird part of it. You've never lived on base either. Mm-hmm. I love living on base. And in fact, I'm a little stressed about when we can't live on bases anymore, even though I make fun of it. And there's like, (laughs) there's definitely stuff to joke about with it because it's, there's a lot of silliness, but I love living on base. It's so easy. He's got a short commute to work. You know, it's like seven minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have to, if, if he deploys, I've got all like the things that I need, or if he's TDY for a long time, I've got you know, people that know what's happening. I'm not completely isolated. Left to my own devices, I probably wouldn't leave my house. I'm a little hermit. Um, so it's good that there's <laughs> something that's in place. because you, you, you seem so extrovert. But I think that's how it goes. People who always, you know. I just, traveling is hard. You know, like getting on airplanes and driving. I got into a really bad car accident a few years ago out in Washington mm-hmm. State coming back from a show. And ever since then, it's been really hard for me to drive. I, I don't like to do it at night because um, that's when I got hit and the car got totaled. Mm. Um, but so it's just like, oh, so <laughs> I, I try to stay, you know, in my own little thing. Um, but it's I need to get out more. That's uh, something I should do. But I like living on base. There's a funny thing about living on base where you there, a lot of times they're in remote places. Um, so like where I live now, we're surrounded by farms. We're kind of like out in the country. Uh, but there's something about if you go to like visit a city and then you drive through the gates on base and you give the gate guard your ID and they wave you on and you're just like, oh, I can relax. <laughs> you're like within the fence. <laughs> I don't know what that is, um, but it's like, oh, I'm home. Okay. No, I, I, cause growing up, we lived on base all the time and you have this built in community. Everyone is in the same boat. Um, yeah. We lived on base while well, we lived on an English military base this past cool. year. And then we lived on, um, for like two years, we lived on base. Well, it wasn't really a base. Rachel probably knows. We lived, he was stationed at LA Air Force Base. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. one is crazy. LA Air Force, sure. because the amount, like I've had friends that they only go to their job, it's only two bases that they go back and forth from like Washington, D.C. to L.A. Air Force Base, right? So you can't, <laughs> there you go. You just go back and forth. And the thing is, the in order to live in Los Angeles and, and those that like, it's so expensive. I remember oh, they had to get like help from their families and to be able to afford anything at all. And then DC is not cheap at all. No, it's, <laughs> so. it's like the two most expensive. Well, I, what they are both very expensive and yeah. 
And DC is so spread out with so many bases. Like you have so many people at the Pentagon, but there's mm-hmm. no like base for the Pentagon. Well, there is, but it's not like, I don't know. It's all everyone. Yeah. Most the, the, the Arlington. Off base. Mm-hmm. Well, at least in our case for what my husband did, most all of our friends lived off base. But um, yeah, it's, I miss it. Like yesterday I drive, well, it took almost two hours yesterday to get to the oh. base. But it's just like I love I when I get on base, I just feel like it's comforting to me because it's just yeah. like what I know and I know where the commissary is and I know where the post office is and mm-hmm. I know where the library is and um I don't know. But I, yeah. I hear you, I hear you on that. So uh but yeah, like I said, LA Air Force Base, like the housing at LA Air Force Base is separate. It's Pretty, amazing. I finally that that's saw the base. housing. What's it like? Yeah. <laughs> it's like off on the side of the road. Isn't that the housing that was like because you got the the air force base that has like that weird gate that's like curved i don't know if yeah. it's like if that was the gate you guys had but then well, there's like housing like that's like cookie cutter housing like three or four blocks away yes yeah, so there's like, the housing la the main base which is like seven buildings and then you have the other housing which is in san pedro yeah mm-hmm. and then they have that fort macarthur with housing there and then you drive up a mile and a half and then there's more housing but it's so it's, it's it's and i will say like san pedro is um we called it the butthole of la oh no <laughs> i was there last weekend yes I it's gotten better okay before anyone like comes at me when we were stationed there it was when we were newly married, so 10 years ago. So it was 10 years ago. So a lot of things could have changed. Um, but I don't think so it's an interesting thing about military bases is they used to be bigger so like for example I lived on Warner Robins Air Force Base uh, and that's in the middle of Georgia they literally call it middle Georgia and there's two roads and that's it uh, and a red lobster so there's tons of stuff to do and uh, but you can tell where there used to be so there's a, a main highway and across that highway you can see houses that were clearly old base housing and the way that how big the base used to be which is already it's a huge base anyway but how big it was it used to go like across the highway and then encompass m- most of this town but as base reduction acts come in and then they shrink and shrink and shrink and then it's uh it's, so i think that that's how things like that happen where they end up putting houses so super far away yeah um, and then yeah before you know it it's very far away from the actual I say when i was leaving okinawa they were um taking away part of the base and giving it back to like i guess japan or like the mm-hmm. city so they were starting to do that when i left yeah it's uh, it's interesting how it all works out i i don't know the i lived on um bowling air force base in dc and so that's, that's one where of the we D- just came from <laughs> is that where you just came from well um, before england yeah they um i just went back and visited when you were there did they have the um solar panels in the commissary parking lot yes but it's like are those the parking spots they're like parking spots and they're they're covering them i thought they were parking coverage i didn't know they were solar panels yeah i guess on top is all solar panels so it's kind of like a cool thing it's so funny to me because bowling was uh, when when I was there. It's there's so many like generals and admirals that are on that base. You, you know that is the base to go to for thrift thrift store stuff. They have a great thrift shop, 
anywhere where there's fancy people, you go to that thrift shop. And they would, as soon as the generals would retire, you'd see them, they'd throw their uh, shoulder boards, you know, their $100 shoulder boards at the, at the thrift shop. And I got fancy knives. I got all kinds of um, cool stuff from when they moved. Um, so check that out. But I like living on bowling. Um, it is, there's so many different bases in Washington, DC. Like you're saying the Pentagon, you can go to Arlington, you know, which has one of the greatest, um, it's called an Emmy, Emmy X and NEX, a Naval exchange and Marine exchange. And it's I've got like three levels. Mm -hmm. And I never, I, we were in the DC area for seven while well, we were out west for four years and then came in for three years we lived in alexandria but my oh, husband nice. was at bowling uh never made it there so <laughs> I, I wish but to be fair we lived right next to belvoir which oh belvoir uh beautiful brand new commissary um i think the exchange was pretty new too so uh, i call it uh, fort belvoir um <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else put out the Belvoir, but it is so fancy. That is where, if you're trying to get somebody to join the army, you take them to that base, um, yeah. not any other army base, because nope. this one is so fancy and nice. Uh, and the houses are nice. Uh, I mean, there's stuff on the water. I stayed at the fam camp there. We While we were waiting for our house to be open at bowling, we stayed at the fam camp, and it's on the Potomac River. Like, you woke up every day to this beautiful site and it was just it's uh, that is an amazing base that is a hidden gem i think oh, oh wow. for, sure. for sure i don't uh, look up photos now yeah, yeah you well that's like we just love the whole dc area i know it's like love hate a lot of people they people either love it or they hate it we loved it that's where we would like to retire and chances are we'll wind up back there like i said because we do the teeter-totter mm -hmm. between la and, and dc so yeah, that's, um, yeah. We, we Wait, were, so you guys want to retire at? DC? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about, oh, what okay. about you? Yep. <laughs> what about you guys, Ashley? Because you said you guys are, like, close to retirement. Well, he, so he's extended. He can do uh, uh, a couple more years. We're trying to figure out what is next. And I'll tell you what, that is hard. Uh, <laughs> it's an everyday discussion of where do we want to live? And then you go, you look at, okay, where do, where are there amenities? Where is there a VA hospital? You start to look at these things. I, um, for comedy, would like to live in New York City at least uh, a bit of the time. Um, but I also like DC, but it's so hard. We don't have anything pulling us in one direction or another. Like there's no like, okay, we're going to go live, move back to wherever family is. It's just a blank slate of 50 States. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's nice. But also where do we go? Um, and also the, my husband is a full-time reservist. Uh, which, uh, so he wears a uniform every day, goes in just like that. He's all, and he's always been, um, a reservist, but, um, with that, even though we move every two years, they don't get a terminal move back to wherever it is. Oh, so, really? oh, wow. so wherever you finish out is where you're done. And so, um, I basically, I just give away furniture all the time. I'm like, cause I'm, I can't move it and I'm not paying. There's no way I'm paying $30,000 mm -hmm. for a moving company to come and set my stuff on fire. I <laughs> 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 yep. You might as well just get rid of it and buy all right. the <laughs> That's what I'm doing. It's like, take it thrift shop, take it.
Yeah. <laughs> See, now I, I never thought the whole like thrift shop thing. I never thought to look. Thrift shops are great. There, I, I mean, the shops. one we have here is awesome. I never checked the base thrift shop though. So yeah. I'll need to check. But I know we kind of got on a tangent because you're going on how you became a male spouse and then a comedian. And, and because he's close to retirement, you could set it on fire. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> a lot of fire analogies today. Uh, <laughs> the hair. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah. So it's been a, a fun thing. I, I have always wanted to be a comedian. My, and um, so I, it's, and I have done voiceover work and I've done a few things for the Air Force. Um, there's certain bases you call and it'll say, press nine for battle watch. And that's my voice. Um, <laughs> so oh. I do things like that. Um, but mostly I just want to be funny, as funny as possible. I want to go to different bases and um, I'm trying to get in with the armed uh, or armed forces entertainment and uh, hopefully they can bring me out to various bases and can have a good time. I like that. Yeah. So um, where, okay. So where have you, like, when did you start? I mean, cause I, I just started noticing you, I think a year or so ago, when did you really become like known for your like military jokes and like that's that. like, about it's been about nine months of doing that the starting the military stuff and then just trying to be as much of a troublemaker as possible really uh <laughs> you know what what uh, and i've never been um a good uh military wife i've always been bad at it i have literally physically picked up two wing commanders uh <laughs> just went up to him in like a bear hug and picked him up uh and they were big they're big guys they were like six three and uh i was you know who doesn't like that their wives they don't like that at all uh <laughs> you wanna be careful with that um i you know i'm always pulling pranks or making jokes or trying to get into trouble in some way um you know we're you were talking about uh going to balls and or dinners formal dinners and having to sit there and behave um I, I don't, I just don't. And I didn't, even before I was out with the military stuff, I remember I was introduced as somebody else's wife once. Oh, no, you know what I do? I, this is actually something that my, when my husband fills out the formal dinner paperwork and puts my name on it, he always makes me a doctor and I'm not a doctor. I have no, <laughs> not a doctor at all, but he, he puts it a doc and I always forget that he's done it until I go to pick up my name badge and it says Dr. Ashley Gutermuth. And then I got to think, okay, what kind of doctor am I today? <laughs> and it's got to be something that if something actually happens, they won't come to me because I would have to follow that through. Uh, <laughs> Is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> yep. Just Ashley, like Ashley. right here. She's, can you believe it? She does a lot of things, that lady. <laughs> Jack of all trades. Jack of all, of trades. all trades. <laughs> but oh. yeah, so I just started pumping it out the videos for those and trying to, and I would have military spouses send me messages and say that they thought it was funny and uh, it was helping them in some way. So I like to continue that on. And that, what's neat about the comedy videos and the stand-up is it allows me to do other things and um help people you know like especially in my instagram stories instagram makes it the easiest for me to help people but i can post things in there like resources and scholarships and um okay here's an employer that wants to hire people and i've gotten to meet with um presidents or vice presidents of recruiting because they want to hire more military spouses and they want to know how to do it so working with those programs and trying to help with there's a military spouse tax credit 
bill that's being introduced that hopefully will pass this year where companies will be given if they hire a military spouse and they keep them for a year they get twenty five hundred dollars and um it's a one-time payment and the whole idea is to cover that onboarding training um and companies a lot of times they'll say well we would love to hire you but you're going to leave in two years uh maybe maybe not but also uh the average length of any employee now is about two and a half years. So you're going to lose anybody. Why not get somebody really good? That yeah. And so. That's uh, well, you just said, you're like, I'm not a good military spouse, but like you're doing a lot. So you are a good <laughs> military spouse. You're trying to make it a better, but maybe you're just not the most well-behaved. I'm that- not, I'm definitely not the most well-behaved. I will do whatever I can to try to uh, be silly in some way. Oh yeah. I definitely, you know, that we sing the air force song at the end of every, um, event and uh i scream that song i I, everybody else like mumbles it i every time (laughs) i yell that sucker you know it because i still don't know it i know the first few like lines so you gotta learn the space force song now which is star (laughs) wars star wars (laughs) (laughs) you're just humming (laughs) there's so many i mean we make jokes about it my husband jokes about it um it, it's just a, you know, and I, 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 there are no words, I guess. <laughs> we're still kind of in shock, but you know, that we're still cool. waiting for his, his lightsaber to come in. So. Oh, good. Yeah, that that'll be nice when that comes in. And, but it'll be OCPs, or they'll have that color of the uniform. Yes. Well, in the Star Trek uniform mm-hmm. that looks like the Star Trek, but it, yeah. it's funny people don't especially here in England or even people in America. Uh, we went out to the bar. We just came back a week ago, but we went out one night and I was like, oh, my husband's Space Force. What? That's a thing? Well, yep. that's so cool. Did he go to space? No, he's not nope. an astronaut. <laughs> he's not an astronaut. That's <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> it's, it, but that's with everything, isn't it? You know, you're, oh, your husband's in the Air Force. He's a pilot? Mm-hmm. No. Would you believe that there needs to be other uh, jobs and they're all – equally as important. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, it, it's funny how I know they're like, Oh, they always ask, is he a pilot? No. Is he an astronaut? No, N- none of those. Yeah. None of those. So, you know, what in your military, so what has been the craziest thing to happen to you during being a mill spouse that you just maybe were shocked or. Um, <laughs> well, I was in the, uh, commissary once and there was a woman that had she had like nine kids but they were all older like like they were you know some were 17 15 uh, down to like maybe five and I remember she came up to me and she said you don't work I need you to come help babysit and oh the person God. and I said I, I can't I'm too busy and she said with what and she blocked me with her shopping cart and I was like, what is happening? And um, she said, the person that was in your husband's job before him helped us fix our roof. And I was like, we're not going to help you fix your roof. I'm not. <laughs> so <laughs> that level of like oh the pushy, gosh. there's there's certain military spouses that are used to people helping them and uh, really just taking advantage of people that don't set clear boundaries uh or are uncomfortable rightfully so because they've got somebody like coming at them uh asking them to do do something 
and ma basically making it, you know, like, oh, you don't have, I, I, so I have a son, I have a stepson, but he's older. Um, at the time he probably was 13 or something like that. But, you know, in her mind, one kid, my God, she could do that in her sleep. <laughs> you know, she could take care of one kid in her sleep. So, uh, the, that was funny. That's something that's always stuck out in my mind of like, okay, that's, a. Uh, to be able to set those, to meet those types of people that are, that will just take and take and take. I think that's called uh, a dependa, but. It might be. It might be. <laughs> Fortunately, I don't meet that, you know, we make fun of them, but I don't meet that many of them. Most no, of the military I, spouses are cool. Yeah. And most of them I know work or do a side hustle or. Um, they do something. They do something and they're active or in their community and mm -hmm. with their kids. So I've never actually truly met a dependent in the wild. I mean, I've seen them, but I haven't truly known a dependent. Sorry, my cat. I've known two, not going to lie. You've known two. What happened with yours? They were, I mean, I'm not trying to be rude or mean. They just did yeah. absolutely nothing. Like they had kids, they passed their kids along to other people to take care of them. They sat at home, they didn't have a job or anything. Their house was a wreck, like oh. hoarding wreck. And I'm like, you give your kids to someone else during the day and you sit at home, you don't work. I'm just like, you could do What's something. Happening? Yeah, it's so it's so interesting, isn't it? The, the different types of people and the way that, to me, military spouses are stronger than non-military spouses because you have to be you have to be able to up and move you have to yeah. have these no notice deployments you change of how plans. about change of change of plans uh the regularly you know like the grocery store where i live the commissary um I'll, so I, when i post things about the commissary people will say well why don't you just go to a regular grocery store well okay one it's slightly discounted I mean, two the closest grocery store to me is like I think 30 minutes away. Uh, so, hello, kitty cat. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'll let your kitty come. Your kitty wants to talk about military spouses. <laughs> we should make bring Bruce in. Um, but it's super far away. You know, you have uh, bases that are in remote places, certainly in like California and places like that where they're in the middle of nowhere. And that's all you have. And then you go and it's like, oh, my God, all this cheese is moldy. Like, what is mm. happening? Uh, yeah. so, but they have to be more resilient. Uh, some have an easier time of it than others. I think it depends on sort of how you grew up. If you grew up thinking that this was going to be, yeah, like, right. Like an uh, easy, yeah. like easy. I, and yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's not, I think it's funny because the whole dependent thing there, they do exist. Um, my friend group, they, they don't, but you know, but we always surround ourselves with people like-minded but yeah yeah it's not a job for the faint of heart like it's not this mm -hmm. easy oh I married you for you know the tri-care bennies and um, <laughs> you know for on-base privileges and it's going to be this easy wonderful life and it's like no it's not it, most of the time I'm on my own mm -hmm. and I, I am in charge of everything and we all know like when they're gone everything breaks everything falls apart oh, everything goes to crap mm -hmm. it, it, never it's just the smooth like oh he was he's gone and then um the whole reintegration and um then moving like 
majority every time you move he's always on a tdy or you know has to this last time he had to finish school so i did it pretty much all by myself you know i've done the last yeah. myself so um yeah i mean it it's not this easy i think it's glamorized is like you know mm-hmm. the, the whole, like, well you sit at home and eat bonbons and i'm like oh, i wish i wouldn't yeah <laughs> I wish like, <laughs> and there's so many things when you, even with, there's the things you have to do and accomplish. And then there's also the worrying, like there's so much worrying that goes along with it. Like how many people have to regularly go and get their wills made? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's true. stuff and, like that. And that takes a toll, the emotion, you know, you take on, especially, you know, everyone else's emotions, especially when mm-hmm. they're deployed or TDY and, and then having to worry about when they are deployed and if they're in a dangerous area. And then you have your family, you know, like always like, Oh, I saw this on the news. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> so right. it, it's, uh, I mean, I was very fortunate that one time my husband was deployed, he wasn't in a, like a horrible area, but I knew he was pretty much safe and he wasn't mm-hmm. in the line of duty. You know, he was kind of behind mm-hmm. the So uh, I even almost feel like I am an intruder mill spouse because I'm like, you know, he's never been on a 365 to Iraq. Oh, no, don't put yourself down. We can't have any of that crap in here. (laughs) 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 You got to like there's certain like, okay, I've got a a patch back there that says I deployed to Camp Cupcake, which is what they call Al-Yadid. That's in Qatar, and it's a really rich country, uh, but they still have things happening. And, uh, you know, my husband was there, and sometimes he would have all the gear on and things like that. Uh, For the most part, safe. I remember him sending me a message. He was like, do you want me to tell you if there's something explodes or, like, there's a mortar attack or something? Do you want me to tell you I'm okay? And I was like, well, I mean, I guess you could, but, I don't like, I'm probably – I was kind of just like, I don't know, you know, how do you process that? You're like, I've always said to him that if he was captured, this is obviously an outlandish thing to say, if he was captured, that I would um, I I would gear up and and come and try to find him, which would just um, that would just really hamper the 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 efforts of the United States to save him. (laughs) But I remember I told a four star general once uh, I was at some breakfast and um, he said, thank you for supporting your husband. And, and I said, sir, I would go, I'd go to the jungle. If you need us to, I'll go to the jungle for him. And uh, when we walked away, my husband was like, we're not doing anything in the jungle. <laughs> I was like, that's right. <laughs> never know. We could be. <laughs> I'm always uh, over the top enthusiastic to be helpful without thinking it through. Which brings me to my latest adventure is um, I'm trying to go to boot camp. And I saw that. I was going to ask you about that. It's so funny. So uh, the, there's not enough people. We don't have recruiting numbers are too low. Okay. Okay. Uh, so there's not enough people that want to join. There's uh, different reasons for that. But uh, there's, I, I think that one of the reasons and one of the, re- the questions that comes at me all the time is we don't know what it's like. So I always try to show ceremonies. I try to show like all those really neat things. So people can see it and they always seem so appreciative because they're like, oh, we had no idea. We thought only dumb people joined the military. They couldn't do anything else. And you're like, no, oh, my goodness. So, I mean, you can be 
you can be 18 years old. The Navy will hire you to be a nuke, a nuke, handle nuclear reactors. It's a long wow. school, uh, but you, and there's like a 50 grand bonus for it, things like that. So if you're uh, super smart and you don't, but you don't want to go to college, <laughs> there you go. Kate's in. Uh, so, um, I put out a thing that said, Hey, if it helps with recruiting numbers, let's put me through bootcamp and I'll, and film it. And you can watch me, you know, if you can see if a silly comedian can do it, you can do it too. You can also watch me slowly collapse, uh, <laughs> and yeah. yell that. um, so I was trying to, uh, I put out a thing with that. And then I got a message from one of the army, um, commanders and he said i think we can make this happen so we're we're rolling with it oh wow that'll um, be really cool i look forward to seeing that yeah i think it'd be good if we could get it together if we you know i'm sure they're going to make me wave my life away um but uh you know just on insurance paperwork and things like that i just i'm willing there's it's 10 weeks boot camp is 10 weeks and i said i'm willing to do the full 10 weeks but you have to get public affairs in there filming it and releasing it week by week because it's got to make sense. It's got to be showing people what it's really right. like. Uh, so we're, we're we're trying to I figure it like out. That could be like a good show, like a reality. Yeah, that yeah. would be a good reality show. Yeah, that would be a really away. good reality show. Like every week, you know, you check in and see, Yeah, you know, um, because I want to watch that. Like, <laughs> I think it would be good. I mean, there's... Uh, it, just showing people what something is like and showing that it's good to, you being in, in the military can be helpful to your family. It's a, you know, a good environment and things and trying to, yeah, there's issues, but we're working to make things better and it's a good community to be a part of. Uh, so that's what I want to show. And the army was the first one that reached out. I was willing to do any of the services. I think the Marines don't really have trouble recruiting. Um, right now uh that's at least what i've been told but you know everybody else is hurting so let's get them get them in let's have fun i i <laughs> saying that so have you um have you gotten any like lashback though from you know when any of your comedy or jokes like have you had any of that yet or no from do you mean from the the military itself yeah, or I from mean, it like the militaries at this point the army they're very they're mu very much incorporating uh i get yes definitely i get flash uh, flashback from uh people that think that they're tough you know they they're not they've never actually been in the military but they've seen black hawk down that kind of guy um i get that kind of guy that ha harasses me all the time um and i get people that don't like me because of how i look and whatever notion that means to them. I get people that see that my video, my video might have a decent amount of views and they don't like that. They, so they think, well, why is that not happening to me? Or for whatever reason that that is offensive to them. So those type of people come after me. Um, but the military doesn't, they, they are like giddy school kids. Uh, <laughs> they're just like, Oh my God, what is she up to? Um, and uh, people come up to me all the time and it's great. Uh, and tell me that they really like it. But I've had, I mean, there's four stars and three star generals that have seen my stuff and uh, they just think it's, they think it's funny, you know, and I don't, there's definitely a fine line. So I have people that will send me ideas and <clears throat> their ideas are way over the line. That gets to the point where it's not funny anymore and you're actually just, you know, you're making fun of somebody for how they look or for something they can't control. And none of that is works for me. 
I don't like any of that stuff. And I'm also never, uh, a lot of my videos are about giving bad advice. Uh, I don't um, give any advice that's going to get anybody hurt. So I would never tell anybody to ram the gate, you know, walk over the red line uh, on a, um, on the tarmac out on the flight line. Cause that's where they shoot you. I'm not going to, they're going to put you on the ground. You know, <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to tell anybody to do any, anything like that. So, uh, it's just, you know, silliness of things yes, that people won't actually do. And yeah, it is real. Yeah. And, and the things that I like actually where I've told people to park in general and admirals parking spaces, as long as they, um, uh, it's cause it says admin, uh, ADM, it looks like admin. And I say, if you've ever used an Excel spreadsheet, you're qualified to park there. Uh, so I tell people to park. If somebody does park there, it's not a huge deal. Yeah, It's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a big thing, but, uh, there's other things that definitely, I would never tell somebody to jump a gate or, you know, yell yeah. back at security forces. None of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause you probably would have those people who. Yes. Who would. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need that. <laughs> no, everything of yours is just like, oh my gosh, that's so relatable. Oh my gosh. Yep. 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 <laughs> For sure. Thank so, um, cause you said, so how long have you, you said you were most past a few years ago. Have you ever had military experience prior to that? Like parents or anything? Mm -hmm. My so grandfather was in the Marines and my dad was in the army and my son's in the Navy. Uh, so I'm just, oh, so you are very well versed in, it's just in surrounded by it. <laughs> just, we got them all. So that's why I have to go to army boot camp, right? Cause that's, uh, <laughs> we got well, yeah, we got to get yeah. them all in. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. oh, okay. I know I was going to ask you, um, well, because you obviously you're a comedian, a mill spouse, you're a runner. Right? I am. Yeah. I see you run and you collect trash, right? I do. It, saying I collect trash makes me sound like a hoarder. I pick up litter <laughs> to recycle. <laughs> she collects trash, everybody. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you pick up Litter. <laughs> litter. There, there we go. Uh, I do. And that one of the reasons why I do that is because of that car accident that I had because I ended up uh, the airbag smacked me in the head. They told me not to jiggle my brain. Um, had a they said I had a traumatic brain injury from it. And I started like I'll mix up words and get brain fog and things like that and lost some hearing. Um, but um, they said you have to keep moving. So I would run much more slowly. And I was like, what else can I do? I've ran every day for almost eight years. Oh, wow. I've not, uh, it's a, at least a mile a day. There's a club run streakers international. You have to run at least a mile a day for a whole year at the end of the year. As long as you've done that every day, then you're in the club. And so I've done that for almost eight years now. And I usually do about three to four miles every day. Uh, and they're not super fast, um, but they, you know, it's just getting it done at this point. So I started picking up the trash and um, it's, I, I, I guess at this point I'm over a thousand pounds of litter that I've been able to Gosh. throw away and recycle. So that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. That's great that you do that. Um, and so I was going to ask, so what is the craziest like litter item you found or trash item? Well, uh, I guess it depends on um, how old your audience is, because the most disgusting, craziest thing I found is a not safe for work item. Uh, but we, depending on, uh, you know, what if you guys want to hear what that is, I'll tell you. Otherwise, you could message me later. Oh, we yeah. go on to a different thing. <laughs> yeah, we can, I, you know, we can always edit okay. it out. Where, yeah. All right. 
the most uh, disgusting thing I ever found was called a, uh, a tanga egg, and I found it on base. Someone threw it out of their car, I presume. And a tanga egg is a male single-use sex egg. Uh, and you might be saying to yourself, what is that? What, what even is that? Yeah, I didn't know either, and it resulted in some unfortunate Googling. Uh, <laughs> it basically just Google looks egg. like it. You know those Easter eggs that have candy in them? That's what it yeah. looks like. And I just, I was like, but the inside is, is like rubbery. And so I picked it up and I was like, oh, it's Easter soon. Here, this is neat. I found an Easter egg. And it kind of looks like those things that you would use Ooh. to clean your keyboard out of like dirt. You like the spongy oh, like the gel? Stuff. Yes. Okay. So I went home on my Instagram and I made like a little story and I was holding it real close to my face, which is what you should do with litter. And uh, somebody Googled the serial numbers and they were like, Ashley, burn your hands. Uh, so... <laughs> Oh my God. So gross. I didn't even, I, I immediately threw it in the yard and I was like, I don't even know how, how do I throw this away? I buried it for a while. Uh, oh. It's like a month where it was buried in my front yard. So if anybody did come that had seen the video, they're like, well, she's just saving it. And I could see it in the mulch. It was creep. Uh, and they're like 30 some dollars for a pack of six. You get one use. I cannot stress this enough. One use? What? I am just. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than you bargained for, Kate. I know. I'm sorry. I love I've it. never heard of anything. <laughs> I love the stories. Oh, it is horrific. I, I thought it would be like a, a condom or something. Or oh, something. those are everyday occurrences. I don't. I don't pick up stuff like that. I wouldn't have picked this up if I had known what it was <laughs> full of. I would not. Thank God I wear gloves. Oh, but I find <sighs> money. I find. I've found um, security forces. The, or military police, depending on what branch you're in, uh, they have little um, folders in their cars, the cop cars that have extra keys in there, and they have uh, like things to do in an accident and all kinds of like maintenance stuff for the cars. And I found one of those in the middle of the road, and I called security forces and I said, "Hey, I found your keys to the car, and I found your folder." And um, this guy who was like non, he just like wasn't all that interested. He was like, what do you mean you found it? He was like, you found it in your house? And I was like, no. <laughs> what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> just inviting the cops over? Like, no. <laughs> uh, so that, that was an interesting one. I found somebody's, uh, this was on, at McCord out in Washington State. They, um, they had dumped all of their private documents. So all social security numbers, there was um, x-rays, uh, teeth x-rays and stuff, awards, all kinds of military decorations, important things. I think a DD-214 was in there, all that kind of stuff. And it was two large um, paper grocery bags. And I started uh, Googling, trying to figure out, like, what is the deal? Did somebody steal this stuff? And Because it was in a ditch. Mm -hmm. And um, I ended up, that base has what's called a trash cop, where, because to avoid people dumping um, they will, you know, track the people down that are dropping stuff on base because it's such a huge base. And so him and I started sleuthing. Now, <laughs> here's a, an issue that happened with that. When I Googled the name, I thought the guy was dead. I thought the person who was on all that information was dead. So I told the trash cop, the investigator, that um, the man had passed away. And then that guy called uh, and found his wife and was like, I'm sorry about your husband passing away. And she was like, he's not dead. Uh, <laughs> so he wasn't dead. Turns out he had dementia and he had driven on base to go oh golfing and had uh, thought that he was taking it 
to where it should be, but he hadn't. He dropped it off in a in a ravine, and um, the wife didn't want the stuff back, so I burned it all. I didn't know what else because it was all like this is it was like mortgage documents and and things like that, and and that's what the trash investigator said. He said, "All right, just get rid of it. They don't want it." It's like, oh wow. So that was another weird one. That um, is, I'm shocked. The fact that there's a trash cop. Trash cop. <laughs> you said trash cop. <laughs> trash cop. Yeah, he he needs a good song, doesn't he? It's like <laughs> no, we had this one. Um, I think Lejeune had trash cops too, because there was a problem with people dumping stuff too. Yeah, and so they had one there. What would they you, call it? A uh, rubbish? What rubbish? Oh my gosh! I'm oh, gonna... look who's in England. <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Waste management security or something? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I feel like that kind of like I would watch a show where that guy would just like with a montage, he puts the aviators on and he's just, you know, pick it. looks, sees a, sees a refrigerator in the middle of the woods and he's like, I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> or going through the trap. Yeah. That, yeah. That just finding actually, names on Amazon. That'd be interesting, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you have another, like, I think that could be another thing. That'd be my, my next uh, <laughs> sub genre. Trash. Yeah. <laughs> trash. Yeah. Uh, does everything you find like on basis? Uh, so when I travel for comedy, um, I still pick up litter. Uh, the one of my things is to do things in streaks and never stop them until I die, I guess. And so I have done. I have the running streak, and then I have the trash picking up streak. And so that's been you know almost three years. So whenever I go to other cities, um, I pick up trash there. So one of the hard things is New York City. When I'm in New York City oh. and I pick up trash, even though I don't like, I go up all the time. If I have to stay overnight for some reason, it's hard because. One, people make money off. There's machines where you can put cans in and mm-hmm. they make money off of it. So I'm not going to take somebody's like livelihood from them so that I can pick up. Lit- oh, look at this lady picking up litter. All right. I would like that money to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is um, there, like, there's needles and stuff like that that I don't want to pick up. There was one time I was in New York City. This was this year. There was one footprint that went for blocks and it was just one footprint, one bloody footprint. One <laughs> the next morning they washed it away. And I was like, what happened to the guy? Where'd he go? Uh so uh, yeah, I I run run New York City. <laughs> it's a, a nightmare. Um I do love New York. New York City is I haven't had any like safety issues up there, but that bloody footprint thing really stuck with me. Don't come to other uh, there's safety issues here. I was in Los Angeles in where um for because uh, I was I did a show at the Laugh Factory. Oh okay. In May, um, and it's so hard in Los Angeles because you have to drive everywhere. Everything everywhere. is so darn. Spread out. Know, if you want an Uber, it's like a hundred dollars one way for an Uber, so there's no mm-hmm. point of Ubering. Yeah, it's, things are out of control. Yeah, out of control. Um, back in LA too, and I'm like, oh. I'm hoping DC or or the other one is Kirkland. Oh, New Mexico. They only want you. They they were like, you will either be in a sandy place, sandy dry place, sandy dry place, or Washington DC. Like you got no. That's 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 the only tree options you get. England is something that just was like some weird. My husband was in the right, literally the right time at the right place, got the right phone call, and it just. You know, it's it's not your typical, but yeah. Awesome. So. Are you what part of England are you in? I lived in the West Midlands for a while. 
So we are, I'm still trying to like figure out, we are, we were, um, right now we're like half hour outside of London. We're in, oh, okay. uh, Swindon. uh, uh before we were out kind of, you know, we're Swindon. Yeah. Know? So you're around that area. So cool. we were, yeah, we lived, uh, we, my husband went to the defense Academy outside of Swindon. So we lived, we lived there, but it was like fine. That's awesome. Beautiful. Yeah. It's been a great experience. We've loved it. Um, so no complaints. It's I've always wanted to live abroad. So I think it's great. And it's a great way to do it. I don't know. Have you um, encountered any people from um, England or Wales or Scotland that have made fun of the way you say mirror? Because um, I got that all the time. <laughs> I would say mirror. I changed it to this day. They'd be like mirror, 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 because I wouldn't say mirror. Uh, so they would yeah. they would make fun of that. It also I grew up in Pennsylvania. And they'd say, where are you from? And I would say, Pennsylvania. And they'd say, where the vampires come from? And I would say, nope, that's Transylvania. That's Transylvania, which is uh, really yeah. nice. <laughs> That's a real thing. So, that's a real yeah. thing. <laughs> you guys say yuns? Yins. Oh, yeah, we're yinzers. You got to, the yins. Uh, you know, we say red up, uh, which means clean, wash. I mean, I don't say this. Like, my grandma still talks like that. But Wait, this is all Pennsylvania stuff? That's Pittsburgh, Pittsburghese, huh. they call it. I have it. not heard some of this. I'm from Delaware, and some of this stuff I have not heard. <clears throat> it's a Pennsylvania. We it's lived in Tyrone, this small mm. town Tyrone, outside of Altoona for a few years. And, um, yeah, we we got all the, like, Pennsylvania is a, you know, it's one of the 50 states. I will say California is another one of those. Like, it just is different. It's different. Oh, yeah. Not, no, not no, bad. No. It's just, it's a different, you know. We put French fries on salads, Rachel. That's what you, you need you to know. You do, but I have yeah. to say, I've done that. I've done that before. It's so good. My friend who's from Pennsylvania, she's like, we put, and I was like, what? I did it. And I was like, oh, that's a game changer. Mm -hmm. French fries on salad. It is. We so are good. innovative. That's what we're known for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, I, I like Pennsylvania. I have no qualms against it. The town we lived in was a little backwards, but. You know, it's 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 good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> Anywho, um, thank you for coming on. This has been fun. Um, thank you for having me. Keep keep on doing your awesome reels. We're gonna keep chugging it on. We're gonna let's blow this up. See if we can make some change. Woo! Yeah. I see. You're a great mill spouse. <laughs> change is good. Yeah, you say that until I'm on the news because I pantsed like the the the, the head of the space force or the the yeah. head of some you know national defense university. Like, ah, got your cummerbund, sir. Look at this. Hey, it'll make news, and then people be like, "Oh, I'll get people more intrigued about military life." And that's right. You gotta we gotta think outside the box at this point. It's not working. What we're doing is not working. I. You are 100% right. So I have to say, go ahead, Rachel. I was going to say, I got a text message from a recruiter yesterday, and the text message did not make me want to join the military. Did you? <laughs> was it? Yeah, the recruiters, some, there's some really funny recruiters on Instagram. There's like uh, Staff Sergeant Butterworth, I think, from uh, Langley. And they're people that they are trying to do like outside of the box thinking kind of things, mm -hmm. but they're all, you know, that's it must be so hard to be a recruiter. Yeah. It must be so hard. But see, you I think these recruiters 
need to step up on what you're offering because you're willing to go yeah. to boot camp, which I mean, take advantage, take advantage of it. Cause like, I know for me, I could never do boot camp. I, I couldn't, I, I for the life of me cannot do a pull up. Never have. I've tried. I tried doing strength. Tra- I cannot, I would fail. So um, See, I do that part since I'm a power lifter, but I would talk back because I have a sarcastic mouth. So, so you're sassy. <laughs> I I assume that, I don't know, I'm pretty good at, um, you know, when people give me instructions and then going for it. But I also, mm-hmm. I, I assume there's going to be some looks to the camera where I'm just like, what have I done? <laughs> I, I'm telling you, okay, whoever's listening, this needs to be a reality show. I, yeah. I really think this has to be a reality show. And I think then it could go viral. And then that's how you get more people to join in. Yeah, I'm already picturing it. Like, you know, uh, right now I'm watching Alone. I don't know if anyone watches Alone, Mm -hmm. where it's on the History Channel. You throw these, like, naturist people out by themselves. Oh, no. They have to survive for as long as they can on 10 items they brought. And it's just, I'm thinking of something like that, but it's boot camp, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I, I think that it would it would work. You look at the amount of people that join because they watch Top Gun or that new movie, Purple Hearts, where the Marine gets into oh, a relationship yes. over uh, TRICARE kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So people, <laughs> uh, that kind of stuff works. It so does. We, and I would like there to be more uh, military families and people to join and to like it because I like it. So I do. And and as much as I I poke fun at a lot of things and complain, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I always my therapist always says it can be and there's it's not or it's you can love it and you can hate it. It's not, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not it's an and not an or Um, both. You can, you know, the love hate relationship. It is a love hate relationship. spouse knows it's a love hate relationship. It it is Mm -hmm. like. There's sacrifices, there's the suck, but then there's also like the amazing friends and the travel and the opportunities I've had where, you know, people I've gone to my small town high school or that they're still in the same town and haven't lived outside of the confines of, you know, Mm -hmm. Bellevue, Mm -hmm. Nebraska. So uh, (laughs) it just, I'm really giving away a lot of my. Just Kate, what I'm just telling you, just put your address on there and your phone number and then <laughs> your your routing number for your bank account, and just I think it's fine. It's, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's okay. Here's the thing: when people um, people do not like, I've had people take my husband's official military bio and start pasting it everywhere on things, and I don't show his face. So I was a bit annoyed about that. Uh, but um, people don't usually do any extra effort to scam. Uh, like, you got to really spoon feed it to them, I think, sometimes. So don't worry about it. You're okay. Oh. Um, I do have one, one, one other question because we were talking about Top Gun being very in right now and making people like all like they got the stash. Did your husband grow out the stash? Oh, oh my God, no. Otherwise, <laughs> he would be my ex-husband. Yes. No. Okay. So many people I know did grow it out. And I'm like, no, get rid of it, please. It- Heck no. And he tells people that he doesn't want one either. You know, if he came and he was like, oh, I really want to do this, you know, all right, fine. But uh, like, uh, he doesn't want to either. So he uses me as an excuse. He's like, my wife would, would she leave me if I grew a mustache? I don't need my husband to look like my dad. Like, I, it's like, oh God, no. <laughs> it looks, 
it's not a good look. I always say when my husband does like mustache March and then no shave November, and then he did have it for a few days on leave. And I'm like, fine, if you want to grow a mustache out, I'm just not going to shave. So yeah, yeah, go for that. I don't mind a goatee. I don't mind a little bit of like, you know, funny things here and there if, if you're away from work for a while. But the mustache is the creepiest. Yes. Why do they have to pick the really creepiest is. facial hair? 100%. And, and I don't think anyone can really pull it off. And, yeah. and I remember I when I went to back home this past month and I was at the base gym and literally everyone and I was going on base, everyone had a mustache. And I'm like, why? Like, it doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nope. not. No, that's not going to make the girl swoon. You it's know? funny, too, because like all my civilian friends, they're like, oh, my gosh, the military guys look like this. And I'm like, no, they don't. <laughs> They don't. Is not what they look like. I was like, no, don't go with that. So, (laughs) anyway, we will end on that. Now, before we go, though, where can everyone find you, Ashley? Anywhere social media is sold. Oh my goodness. If there was social media on the moon, I'd be putting videos there. I'm everywhere at Ash Gutermuth or AshleyGutermuth.com. I also want to come to your bases and I want to do stand up there. So um, if you can harass any of your MWR people or your FSS people or um, Armed Forces Entertainment, any of those people, I will come out. I want to come to remote places and do comedy. So maybe I will harass my MWR people up at for yeah. like oh, so cool. or Milden just, Hall. Just today I got my global traveler um card. So I can breeze through customs now. I so. wish I could. It's, you can my do it from there. Can. He can. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, it took me months to get it and then you, I had to go to an appointment, but it's worth it. Funny, funny, quick story, though, before we end, um, that reminds me, when we first came to England, he took the orders and like one of the kids that I had and the guy was like, what are your, he literally just went through customs and then left. <gasps> and then, you? I mean, he was a couple yards away, but I was, cause he was like getting, and I, he's like, well, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, I'm moving here with my husband's orders. He's like, well, where's your husband? I'm like, he already went through. He was like, you're supposed to do this together. I need the order. I'm like, oh. I'm so sorry. Don't you know, we're me. like not sweet and slept. I was like, mm. I was calling my husband. Like, you need to come back. You need to come back. <laughs> I need to get into the country too. Help. <laughs> Such, oh my goodness. The joys. Anyway, thank you again. This is. This is so fun. Yeah, I hope to have you on again. And I, I honestly am going to be like looking out for your boot camp debut. Yeah, I'm gonna follow. It. I want to see that. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. It's gonna and be fun. Uh, I'm gonna try and get you out here to England. So, and hopefully, I can meet you in person. Awesome. Sounds great. Can't wait. Thank you for All having right. me. And I hope to talk to you guys again soon. All right. Bye, <laughs> Ashley. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.